0: Hello, I'm Marina Johnson, and this is Tablework, a TAPS podcast series where we interview the artists and theater makers behind our productions on what it takes to get their productions from the page or studio to the stage. This episode features Raisa Simpson, a scholar and artistic director of the San Francisco based Push Dance Company, and a lecturer in dance here at Stanford. Join us as she talks about her upcoming piece, Fall Flight which is part of the spring main stage, Spring Rise Up, a dance sensorium. I'm so excited to get to talk to you today about your piece, Fall Flight. Um, You described it as a post-disciplinary dance depicting the visible and invisible struggles of equity and access for women in today's 21st century world. Um, I love that description and it sounds amazing. I'm curious how you started the creative process for that.
1: Yes, well, first post-disciplinary, it's a big term for, uh, we're working on a hybrid piece between aerial dance, contemporary modern, and also we have uh, set pieces and uh, a lot of different elements that we're playing with. And so for the start of the piece, we actually led with discussion around feminism, around womanism, around different authors that um, everybody had read or various situations that the cast had been in. I started off with um, six women in all women's cast and from there um, it's starting to expand. But we, you know, we entered into it through a point of inquiry and I told the cast it's okay not to know everything we're really just researching this we're really just getting you know down to how do we ignite uh, these discussions into elements for the actual piece that we're going to do
0: I love that I think starting from a place of inquiry is so exciting too it allows for for so much um, on that note we, you and I were talking before about the aerial dance that's in the piece um, can you talk about what that looks like in rehearsal I know that we have some
1: um, behind Some us. lines behind yeah. us. Oh, I mean, the technology behind AeroDance dance has changed so much um, within the past ten years, and I mean, even things like um, we have a harness here that you know I can show everyone. This harness, I mean, when I was doing aerial dance, wasn't so plush, <laughs> <laughs> and this is actually rock climbing equipment, and we use it um, in our pieces. A little bit differently um, we hook in here and we have um, now all these really nice you know carabiners which is the hook that goes through here and swivels that help us turn so you know with the cast the first thing that we did was that we hung upside down with our feet together kind of like a spider-man coming down and that's what we named it and we just went through and named all of the different um, movements that we were creating. So it's really nice because the movement that we've been developing really transcends all of the discussions and words. And it's putting everything into like meaning in ways that we can actually verbally speak when we're, um, you know, talking about it. It's like all of a sudden the talk turns into an action that allows us to further the story a little bit more.
0: That's amazing how many lines are there in the space right now?
1: So right now we have four lines in the space and they're sort of in this box, like equal distance from the center of the space. And that's working really well. Um, We, you know, we did a little bit of experimentation, but a lot of it led to how can we, uh, first of all, be safe? How can the audience be safe? Because um, we have to sort of um, change our movements so that we don't end up swinging into the audience, um, we were joking at first that the first few rows are the touch zone. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've, you know, we've gone through that. And now that we've added, I think they're about four foot high platforms, we can now fly over the audience, which is really nice.
0: Wow. As an audience member, I haven't experienced that. So I'm especially looking forward to <laughs> what that's like.
1: Yes. You know what row to sit in.
0: Yes, thank you. That's a good tip. Um, And we talked before about, I asked, do the students have experience with Ariel? Um, And I loved getting to hear you talk about what it's like to work with people who who might not have experience um, in that realm.
1: It is a completely different world. I think as um, artists, dancers, or just movers, whether you're a gymnast or an ice skater, you have a certain relationship to the ground. I think all people do. You know, we know how many steps it will take us to go up a flight of stairs after a while. Or we know how many steps it will take us, you know, to like really feel grounded if we're on a subway car. And this is taking that and flipping it. Now we have to um, sort of play around with gravity. We have to allow ourselves and um, our blood flow, which goes from top to bottom, to now reverse and go the other way. So, it's about um, breathing into it, and none of the cast had experience with Ariel. And to just see them move through the piece has been really, um, for me as a choreographer, exciting. And in some ways, you know, it, it can take a year or years to really get comfortable being upside down and to spin upside down. <laughs> So, we've been able to do this in about a quarter, and that's been truly remarkable. Oh, it sounds
0: it. Um, And I know you're working with a composer for this piece. Can you talk about that collaboration?
1: Yes. um, Miles Lassie um, is my composer. He also plays for my Modern 3 class. Very nice. He. he's really wonderful at soundscapes. He's really wonderful at rhythms. And so it's like um, this really great sort of like metronome, metronome or pendular sound that he's created that really works well with the swinging and different elements that we're doing. So I would say that, you know, for us, it's like another added element of the performance and it makes this whole, um, you know, theme around feminism and womanism performable.
0: Yeah. And you said he plays live for your class. Is, is he playing live here? Or is it recorded for the,
1: for the yeah. show? Oh, I wish he was playing live. It's recorded for the show. Okay.
0: That's good yeah. to know. Yes. Very cool. Um, and I know that you work with Push Dance Company. Uh, are they involved in this project as well?
1: They are, yes. So um, these are artists that are coming from the San Francisco Bay Area and they will be helping with the on the ground movement. So we have the platforms and we need um, assistance and dancing on the ground for the aerialists to take flight. So that's going to be another actually really creative element that I'm looking forward to seeing. And it's one of those performances that we won't really know what we have until the day of the show.
0: Wow. (laughs) Well, that's amazing and I'm sure it's great for the students to get to work with this company as well. Um, Very cool. Um, Are there other design elements? We talked about the composition and obviously we're getting to see, not that they're design elements, I mean they're utilitarian as well, but they're adding to the the way that we're conceiving the space. Are there other design elements that you're excited about for this piece?
1: I am. In fact, um you know, when you come to see the show, you may not know who the aerialists are because the costume design has integrated um, the design of the costumes into the harness that I was just showing. So it may look like it's hidden or it may look like it's just very, um, just, I don't know, unassuming, but Mm -hmm. that is something that I'm excited about to see. And with Becky, the costume designer, we've been um, you know, going around different prototypes for what we can do. And it's just been a very, again, just like creative moment for me as a choreographer to get so much inspiration from costume.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's very interesting. That part of it might be obscuring the the harness itself. Wow. Um, As for the set, is there a set for the piece? It's you have moving platforms you've talked about.
1: I know as if there wasn't like enough in the piece, but, (laughs) um, I came up with this concept of moving platforms. Like, how can we um, take flight? How can we elevate the movement? How can we do different levels and really show the hierarchy of society? So, the platforms play into that and, you know, logistically also help us to get into the air.
0: That makes sense. Oh, I love what you're talking about with the hierarchies, too. And really, um, you mentioned the relation to the ground earlier, and it feels like you're really just. Uh, I, I don't know it sounds to me as an audience member like I will be able to look at my relationship to everything to the platforms to society and and to yeah to the air um, which is very cool are there things we haven't talked about that you feel like a listener might want to know before they come to see the show or anything else you might want to share
1: I think that you know overall um you know, just come to see the concert. And I think the reason why this concert really matters is because um, there's dance. Yes, it's a dance concert, but I feel like all of us are playing with different ways that dance can be seen and as an audience member um, consumed. So it's very digestible. These are very interesting pieces and themes that we're working with. And it's also wonderful to see the different, I would say, disciplines that are in it, and it's very intergenerational as well. So there's a lot there that can be taken in, and also, you know, is one of those things where dance is, you know, typically seen as something beautiful, but it's more than that. It's really about um, the human potential.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful to get to talk with you. Thank
1: you.